Amen. See my stuff. Hallelujah. <laughs> Proverbs 21 and 5. We're going to go to the New Living Translation just for tonight. And it's going to hit you. Okay? It says, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. <laughs> but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. <laughs> Let's read it again. Good plan. Somebody say good planning. Mm. And hard work lead to prosperity. So that's what prosperity is. It's in, good, it's, in, it's in good planning and hard work. Prosperity is finding good planning and hard work. But hasty shortcuts will leave you to a place of poverty. Take me to verse 20, if you will. Let's drop down to verse 20. First, Proverbs 21, verse 20. The wise have wealth and luxury. Sound good to me. Anybody want wealth and luxury? Talk to me in the house. What y'all trying to play? Hey, and I, let me say this real quick, okay? It's a poverty demon that told you that Jesus wants you to be poor. People think this stupid theology that we are supposed to be poor in order to serve God. That he wants to strip you down to having zip, zero, nothing. And don't get me wrong. There are moments of suffering. You cannot call yourself a Christian and try to deny the suffering of Christ. You will have moments of suffering in life. But your whole life should not be suffering. Hello, somebody. There ought to be moments that you gain what you gain, the jewels that you gain from the suffering that calls for you to prosper in the next season. Are you understanding this today? We don't live in a place where we're just down and out. We got to receive what God said. But let me finish this. But fools, look at this. Fools spend whatever they get. It preaches itself. I really don't have to say. I just. <laughs> I, I, I can just go home. There's nothing else to say. I mean, here it is. The, the wise have wealth and luxury. But fools spend whatever they get. Now, I, I needed you to get that because I'm going to call some stuff foolish tonight. But I need you to, the Bible said it. I, 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 it's not me. I just needed you to really see this in the Bible. Somebody say, God said it. God. Okay, thank you so much, guys. Uh, the, the, the message tonight, uh, um, give, me, give me 30 on the clock, if you will, so I can stay very solid to it. Otherwise, I'm going to go much longer on this topic for sure. Give me 30, and I'll stick to that tonight. Um, glory to God. Uh, the title of this message tonight is Count It. It's, it's count it, count it, uh, count it. Um, is it I, 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 tonight, <laughs> I have so much. I'm just trying to get it all out to you as fast as I can. I just can't barely even get it out tonight. It's important for you to realize that the Bible says that everything you need for life and godliness has already been given to you. Ooh, it's already been given to you. So, we're not in need of the stuff. What we're really in need is the management of the stuff. Hello, church. Do you know when I actually sit down and look at things, oftentimes I realize I'm wealthier than what I understood? I actually have more money than what I've understood. And the reason why in season that has been the case is because I did not manage my money. I just spent what I had. There was no good planning. There was hard work, but there was no good planning. A different season. I'm in a different season now. A lot of good planning. Amen. But, but in, in, in other seasons of my life, there was hard work, Greg, and we feel good about hard work. Okay, Most of us. Uh, to be clear, some of us don't like no kind of work. Um, but, but, but you have to have hard work, right? Hard work. And let's deal with that real quick. Let's deal with hard work. Are you ready? Okay, so I need this to be really understood today. Before I can go into the second part, I have to hit this. It's the will of God that every one of you work. I don't care what angel visited you in the night. 
and told you anything different, listen to your pastor today. The Bible. Not your prophetic revelation. The Bible. He created man, Daryl Fry, and what did he do? Give him a job. Simple. Every man and woman needs to work. Now, what that word looks like can be different. Not everybody's designed to work a nine to five. But some of you are not called to be entrepreneurs. Because you can't handle what's in your hand right now. And uh, the Lord told me to tell some of you in, in the midst of this. I'm going to be talking about money a lot the next couple of months. And the Lord said, Sherman, he finally released me to. He said, I want you to tell some of these people that's just not their call. You know, because some stuff I don't say it unless God told me to say it. I can see it, but I'm out of order to say it unless he told me to say it. I just said something to you then. Because some of you prophetic people think you're supposed to say everything you see. But the Lord began to speak to me. He said, Sherman, tell some of these people they are not called to be entrepreneurs. They don't have the makeup. You don't have the makeup for it. You can't, you can't, you can't. Oh, Father, help me. Uh, 26 minutes. Uh, 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 I, I lied. Give me 35 instead. Add five on to that. <laughs> Listen to this. You, 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 I got work to do, so I got to really get this time in. You, you got to understand this, that when, when you feel depleted by regular life activities, you're not made to be an entrepreneur. You're stressed about going to work, having a halfway ministry assignment, and and, and, and you're and, and you, you tripping out. The killer about this for me is that many of the people that flip out actually want to be married one day. How? Oh, Jules, you got me. How you single? Flipping out. Oh, my God, I got school. Oh, my God, I got a job. Oh, my God, I got a ministry assignment. Oh, my God. And then you praying, Lord, I, you know I don't want to be single all my life. And Jesus looking in heaven saying, please be single. Very, you feel me? Because when you get married, that's responsibility. Covenant is responsibility. Covenant is responsibility. You stress for what you got. Shut up and stay single. Stay single or expand your capacity with your lazy behind. I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. Are you in here today? Y'all feeling me? Y'all feel me? Y'all feel me? It's hard work, ain't it? It's, it's, it's hard work. And, and so this, you've got to understand, you've got to have hard work and good planning. So if you don't, listen, you can't run from work and want prosperity. And if God told any of you, and please don't think I'm talking about one person because several of you have told me before that you feel like God told you not to work. So I ain't talking to one person, so just receive this in Jesus' name. If it's hitting you, let it hit you. Don't be offended. That's the devil. Receive it and change. I need to talk to you. If God's not telling you to work the nine to five, he got to have a plan that he's giving you to make money. And that plan cannot always be five years out. You need money today. I thought y'all what? Y'all in here like this, packed up in here in the first section like this. I thought y'all what the word. You need money today, not three-year plan. And I'm for that. But I'm talking about today, Tina. You need money today. Are you hearing me? The spirit of poverty has seeped into your prophetic revelation. The devil wants you to have no money. Because if you have no money, he has you right where he wants you. Distracted. I'm going to preach it here. I said distracted. Be real. When you don't have no money, it is so depressing. Everybody going out? Man, we going to Flemings. She's like, who's going to Flemings? I'm not going to Flemings. And you'd be lying, talking about, you know, 
I, you know, I got stuff to do at home. You a liar. No, just tell the truth. Say, I'm broke. I'm not coming to dinner because I'm broke. I got homework. Lies you tell. You have no money. Are y'all in here today? My goal as your apostolic leader is to help you find your treasure. And to find your treasure and not just find it, but manage it well. Are you with me today? Manage it well. I, 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 the property that I'm, we're buying right now, my staff will tell you it's the truth. This millionaire walks into the office to meet with me. This man looked like he was a homeless man off the corner. I lie to you not. His wife had a hole in his shirt. In her shirt, he had a hole in his shirt. I was like, reference. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I got shirts in the back, man. I can get you a shirt. But he didn't want. Because guess what? While we tripping about what we got on, we got nothing in the bank. This man got millions in the bank and said, I walk around with a hole on my shirt. I don't care what y'all say about me because I'm the one you're trying to buy from. I own the property. Are you getting this? Hard work. Keep that scripture up there, uh, Proverbs 21 and 5. Hard work and good planning. You with me all right? So you got to get money first. The way you're going to get money is that you've got to work. Stop this stupid stuff. I'm going to deal with some stuff today. The Holy Ghost going to drop it on you. People going to drop it into my belly. Shut up. Go to work. That's the mandate of this house. You're a son and daughter of mine or a halfway partner of mine or whatever you are of mine. Work. That is demonic to be poor and blame the Holy Ghost on it. And for you to say, oh, but I have enough. You have enough for the next six months to sustain you. If you don't, it's not enough. Are you getting this? All right. Preach, Apostle. Thank you, Apostle. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about budgets, man. We're talking about the biblical standard of a budget. I'm going to show you in the Bible. The biblical standard of a budget. You can't say you want wealth and you just want to just live haphazardly. It's not going to work. Okay? I believe in this house, there are people destined, not everybody, but there are some people that are destined to be millionaires. I believe there are people that are destined to be 100,000 heirs. I believe there's people destined to be a thousand heir. I believe there are people destined to be a hundred heir. I believe that with all of my being. Hundred heir. I believe that. Destined. Are you here? Listen, a budget is nothing more than a plan for saving and spending money. Okay? It's a plan for saving and spending money. It includes where the money will come from and how much to expect as well as the expenses and the saving of the money. You cannot have a budget if you don't have income. Are you getting this tonight? So the first step is get work. I'm just trying to help you all today. Otherwise, this has nothing to do with you. You actually are released to go home unless you want to get a job. Okay? Or work. I'm not, again, I'm not just saying nine to five. You've got to ask God the specifics of how you get your money today. Not your five-year plan. Not your two-year plan. Where is my money today? Y'all don't like me, some of you, and I don't care. Listen to this. So a good budget takes care of all the regular and important bills, right? Like your rent, your mortgage, utilities, food, gasoline, insurance, and allows for unexpected or occasional expenses. Okay? I'm laying this out, and some of you are like, duh, mm, not a duh, because you're not doing it. So listen to me. 
Because some of you are checking out. Don't check out because you don't know budget because you don't do budget. You with me? All right. With budgeting, when the paycheck comes in, the family already knows how much of this check needs to be set aside to meet bills. Okay? They already know how much is available for extras, perhaps dinner or out to a movie. If you're going to the movie without a budget, you're stealing from your destiny. If you're going to the movies, you're going to dinner without a budget, you're a thief of your own destiny. Thank you, honey. Let me tell you the scripture. Let's go to Proverbs 27, 23. We're just going to walk through the word. Proverbs. Proverbs 27 through 23. And then I'm going to give you some practical things, okay? But I'm going to give you this first. 27 through 23. Uh, 27, 23. Yeah. N- know the state of your flocks. Okay? You saw my budgeting. Know the state of your flocks. Flocks at that time represented like money, wealth. Okay? Know the state of your flocks. So you've got to know what state your money is in. Repeat after me. Ignorance... It's not bliss. So walking around, just saying, if I don't look at it, I don't know. If I don't look at it, I don't know. If I don't open it, I don't know. If I don't open it, I don't know. That's dumb. Are you understanding this? Here's the, here's the, let's even talk about from the prayer point of it. How do you know what to ask God for with specifics if you don't know what you need? Did you hear what I said? If you don't even know what you need, how can you inquire of God? We've been inquiring of God out here just saying stuff. But you got to open that doggone bill and look at that thing. Are you with me today? Some of y'all are scared of paper. It's a demon in here. I see you. I ain't scared of you. I see you. You are scared of a paper. You're scared of your internet bill. You're scared of the emails that come in with the bills. You're scared to look at your bills. And the reason why you're scared to look at your bills, here it comes, is because you don't trust your God. I told you I'm going to say a lot of stuff that you ain't going to like, but it's going to hit you. You don't trust him. Because if you really trusted God as Jehovah Jireh, why would you care about what the bill says? be like, Bill, <laughs> God, where my treasure at? What am I supposed to do? What should I be working right now to bring the resources into my hand to meet my need? I'm Dios Santa. There is a spirit over this region in San Bernardino, and it's the spirit of poverty. It is very strong. It's been here for years, and I've been dealing with it years, and I feel like we've been kicking at it, and we've been knocking it down piece by piece, but I've got to let you know, you got to make a decision that you're going to get rid of any spirit of poverty that makes you feel like you'll never have enough, but makes you feel like you got to hold on to everything, or it works, for, it works the other way, adversely. It works for you end up just doing whatever you want to do. And not paying any attention to anything and living frivolously. Uh, say the word. What y'all said? Frivolously. It's important that you pull it together. Somebody say, count it, count it, count it, count it. So you got to know the state. You got to know the state of your flocks. Okay, now I'm not just talking. You got to go home and do some work. Hello. Know the state of your flocks. Look at this. Put your heart into the caring for your herds. The Bible is saying, this is a heart issue. How you handle your resources. (laughs) I love it. It's a heart issue. Let's go further. It's a character issue. You think you have good character because you worship. You think you have good character because you raise your hand. If God can't use you to solve a problem because you're too poor, that's a character problem. Mm, let's go a little further. You're gonna like, really ain't going to like this. If you couldn't write a check large enough to put a dent in occupied, that's a problem. 
are dent and occupy. If you were sitting somewhere talking about the Lord knows my heart, that's a problem. Y'all quiet now because I'm up your street, standing in front of your house. That's a problem. Because for every house, Michelle, he's, he's assigned people in a house to handle a need. Let me get beyond the church because some of you, you get irritated with that. How about a city? How about you assigned into a city to meet a need? So our church is known as a church in this community that can meet a need. So people will call us for certain city events and be able to say, Dumas, can all nations do X, Y, and Z? Can they provide X, Y, and Z? Why? Because to the needs of the city, he's assigned individuals to meet that need. So if I don't have what I'm supposed to have at the time that they call me, that's a character problem. If I can't arrive ready for my assignment. Let's keep reading tonight. Verse 24. Y'all got real quiet. Y'all was real funny and happy up before and everybody got real quiet. Verse 24. For riches, look at this, don't last forever. 24. Riches don't last forever. And a crown might not be passed to the next generation. After the haggis harvest and the new crop appears and the mountain grasses are gathered in, your sheep will provide wool for clothing. Your goats will provide the price of a field. And you will have enough goat's milk for yourself, your family, and your servants. But God's saying, I want to give you such an amount in your life, in an overflow, that not only do you have enough for you, we know generational wealth, right? We have to have enough for the generations beyond us. And not only that, you have, genera- you have the ability to give it away to people who aren't even connected to your family. So here's my question for you. I want you to ponder on tonight. Am I making, am I making the highest level of income that I can possibly make right now? That I can make right now. I'm not talking about you needing to go back to get another degree. Right now in your current state, am I making the most money I could make right now? If I'm not, what could I be doing right now to gather more seed? I'm giving you questions. Half of you are not writing anything down. I'm not wasting my wisdom, my revelation tonight. What what do I need to do to make more? And for those who are like, I don't like this. Sound like prosperity gospel. What is the the alternative? Poverty gospel? This is not prosperity gospel because I'm not telling you all going to be a millionaire. I told you earlier, some of y'all going to be 100,000 there, 1,000 there, 100 there, okay? So not everybody in here is going to be a millionaire. But here's a good definition of prosperity. To have everything you need to fulfill the purposes of God in your life right now. Prosperity. To have everything you need to fulfill the purposes of God in your life right now. Do you have everything you need to fulfill the purposes of God in your life right now? If you don't, you're lacking in prosperity. So then we got to figure out how to close the gap. This is not condemnation. This is wisdom. This should fire you up to make change, not make you feel bad or embarrass you. That's the devil doing that to you, not your pastor. Because the whole reason why I'm teaching this to you tonight is so that you can come to change and that you can do something different. Let's keep going. All right, so let's give some practical stuff about budget. So first of all, I got to figure out how to, am I making the most that I can make right now? Okay, am I being lazy? Okay, let me just deal with that for me. Am I being lazy? Am I being lazy? Am I being lazy? And laziness does not mean that I'm not working. You can be lazy by doing the easy work. Or the easiest work. 
I need you to get this. You're being lazy in your faith if God is saying, I want you to add this on and do this, and you're telling God that you've got this and that you can do this with this. And God is saying, no, I said do this and this, and you're going to get this and more. But if you just do this, that's all you're going to have. Does this help anybody today? Right? So I got, I've got to pay attention. I've got to pay attention. Am I being lazy? Just introspective. Am I, I can answer that for you. Well, some of you I can. But, but am I being lazy? The world was not changed by lazy people. The world was not changed by people. Both of y'all lift your hands. Both is Jamar, who's talking to Demisha right now, and, and, um, and uh, 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 Ellison. Lift your hands, both of you. Both of you, lift your hands. The Spirit of God began to speak to me so clearly, and he told me that you're going to come into a season where he's going to begin to give you strategy beyond what you both have ever understood. He's going to give you strategy on the next level of the income that he wants to bring into you all's lives because the Lord told me to tell you that he wants to bless the both of you to be blessings. And so you're going to come into a season as you close this year and move into the new year where God is going to cause for your eyes to be open and you're going to hear things you never heard before. And there are tables that the both of you are going to be invited to that you've never sat at and you're going to have, they're going to be ideas and they're going to be trends that you've never heard of that God is going to release answers to the both of you and you're you're going to see victory come to your life and it will be it will be far beyond what either one of you have seen go before you it will be far beyond it and God is going to do it you're going to begin to see that 2019 is going to be a year of manifestation and it's going to be a year of fulfillment for the stuff God said somebody ought to give God glory for this okay, let's do with some practicality you with me today okay how can I make more okay that is important I want to be making the most I can make, and I don't want to blame anybody else of why I'm not. Okay? Right? Because it's not, the man is not my God. The government is not my God. My boss is not my God. My boss does not decide how much money I make. I had to have that conversation with myself a month ago. Are you making the most money that you can make right now in your life? But God, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Are you making the most that you can make right now? But God, I do, have you made, are you making the most that you can make? And I had to look God in the face in prayer and say, no, sir, I am not. I'm actually far below what you have called for me to bring in. But we will take what we've done and lift that up to God as an offering. He said, that's not what I asked you for. I actually wanted you to be obedient. So you're claiming your sacrifice when he's calling for your obedience. I'm not telling you nothing that I'm not walking through, so I'm, just not, I'm, I'm with y'all, okay? With you, that God is calling to the new level part. I'm not with you with some of us with the poverty, but I am with you with the... Calling us to the next level. Amen. Just want you to be very clear what I was with you with. Um, and, and, and so, here we go. Somebody say budget. budget. So once we get the money in, okay, how many feel the Holy Ghost on this? I just need to check the room. Okay, all right, I just want to make sure that we all in the same page. This is God, okay? Um, and I don't want you to think, you know, it's anything else but me wanting you to go to the next level. That's all this is, okay? Nothing else but that. So here it is. If, I, if I've gotten what I got need in, now I've got a budget. Here's the important thing. If I, if I marry, I don't budget alone. I don't have to give you a scripture for it. It's just stupid to do that otherwise. Because everybody might like, show me in the Bible. I don't have to. And the two became one, doggone it. Read Are you in here today? The two became one. Okay, Lord. I'm going to say this. I, I try to stay out of your business. I promise I did, but I feel the Lord pushing me. But I don't understand that. So, I mean, I'm fine with you having, you know, whatever you got to do. You might have your allowance account, but I don't understand how husbands and wives don't know what the other one is bringing in. 
Hello. Let me say this real quick, okay? And I got no problem with it. It's going to change soon. My wife made more money than me, okay? No secret. She's paid. That's all that is. But I'm told her, my goal, my goal by the top of next year is to pass her in the Holy Ghost. Yeah, and the natural. Amen. Make more money than you. Heifer, I'm just playing. Okay, so this is a, here's a <laughs> budget. So if you're married, you need to do it together. Somebody say together. Let's bring that stuff together. If you got trust issues, you shouldn't have got married. Why would you marry somebody you couldn't trust? I'm going to marry you and then not let you look at my bank account? That is so stupid. I told you I was going to say a lot of stuff was stupid, and I am. Okay. If you're single, if you're single you, need to, you need to sit down and have that conversation with yourself. Okay. Are you here today? Are you understanding? Income is all money that comes in. Did you hear what I said to you? Income is all money that comes in. So wherever money comes in, that is income. So if it's, a, if it's your refund from your student loan, did it come in? Did it come in? That's not extra. Did it come in? It's income. You need to have a budget for it. Are you understanding this? If it comes in, it's income. It's really simple, but I know some of you didn't understand that. So here's the next thing. Here's the next thing. Okay, you got to have that meeting with yourself, have your meeting with your spouse. Here's the next thing. List all of your expenses. Every expense you got. Clean draws expense. Are you hear me? Whatever expense you got. Somebody say, list them all. Didn't it say you got to count? If you don't count, man, and if you don't pay attention to your flocks, them things going to run away. Them things. That's so ignorant sounding. But, but, you know, your money is going to run from you if you don't count it. So I got to know, what are my expenses? What are they? Every one of them. List them. So that means you got to think. You got to lean into it. You got to get time. You got to pay attention to it. What are my expenses? I'm staying here for a minute because some of us, we, we looked at certain things that we call big expenses. But you got to look at them all. Gas. How much money are you spending on gas? Getting this? Okay. A big place that a lot of you are losing your money is eating out. That's why a lot of you are poor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I have to lay it out to you like that, but I'm sick of it. I told y'all the other day, I'm sick of the spirit of poverty. So I'm going to systematically teach you out of it, those who want to come out. I'm going to teach you out of it the best I can. I'm sick of it. Okay? Nobody wants to be prospering, and they look to the left and the right, and the poor people standing next to them. You don't want somebody holding your arms, and I'm not hollering at the armor bearers, but if it fit, take it. But you don't want somebody holding your arms, and you look to them, they can't even comprehend how to pray for you, because they never even had nothing. People that have ever been nowhere near where you are, they can't even pray for you right. Because their mind don't comprehend that level. Impoverished people can't pray properly for the wealthy. Say what you want. List your expenses. <laughs> Are you getting this? If it's credit cards that you're abusing, list it. Here we go. Here's number three. Prioritize your needs. Prioritize your needs. What is actually a need and what's a want? 
You really don't need no new shoes. A lot of us, some of us, someone may in the room, but, but the majority of us do not need new shoes. I know I don't. I mean, I walked in my closet the other day. I said, this, 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 this don't make no sense. And if this hasn't been the case, it's y'all that did it. Y'all started bringing me all these J's and stuff and all this. And I, and I started getting into it. And then people bring me more J's. And more, I, was like, I just I was in the closet the other day. I was like, this just is stupid now. They have this many shoes. I think I almost got more shoes than my wife. This shoes is crazy. The question is, how much stuff do you have that's a want? What you got going on that's a need? Do you really need to eat there? How's your sandwich making skills? Now, poverty says, poverty says the reverse poverty. We don't call it poverty because it doesn't always look like it is the way that I'm going to just live and do whatever I want to. But if you haven't counted, that's poverty. If you haven't counted, that's poverty. If you're going to go and do something and you have money set aside for it, then you don't get to, you, then it's done. So you're going to go, let's say you got a movie budget. And your, your going out budget is $25. Okay. For the month. Some of you have a problem. Y'all looking at me like, what? That's your problem. I just found it for you. Come on. Budget. Are y'all with me? I feel like I'm losing some of y'all. Are y'all with me? If your going out budget is 25 for the month, when you get past 25, you're done. You're not like a poor person. You don't got to be afraid to tell your friends the truth. Be like, yeah, I'm coming. I'm going to eat chips and salsa because my going out budget is gone. I'm not going to be sad about it. You're wasting your money, poor person. I am saying, I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about your friend. That's what you say. Poor person. Poor friend. I go out and eat with you. But I'm going to eat chips and salsa, the free stuff. I'm going to have a cup of water. With a, sli with a slice of lemon, a lime, whatever you prefer. Hello. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. Why? Because my budget has run out. So next month, we'll restart with another 25. I'm trying to help y'all keep this money. Are you getting this? Instant coffee. It's a real thing. Open up that packet, pour it in that cup of water, and go on stir, boo. You don't have money for a barista. Welcome to Starbucks. What's your order? That's a, you should never hear that. You should never hear it. You have no savings. No savings equals no Starbucks. Write it down. I'm almost done for this week. I'm going all over my time because you're going to get this tonight. Are you, are you hearing me tonight? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to help you. I hope you're hearing me. I really am. I'm trying my best to help you. You, 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 you can't go. So when you walk, when you drive by Starbucks, Heidi, you got to pray in the Holy Ghost. You, you, you do not drive into that drive-thru. Don't walk up to that counter. I pray the Lord put my voice in your head. I want you to hear me say, no savings, no Starbucks. <laughs> no savings, no Starbucks. <laughs> Prioritize your needs. Are you with me today? Is that a need or a want? 
Is that a need or a want? Is that a need or a want? Do I need to have that or do I just like that? Okay? Let's go a little deeper real quick, okay? Name brand or Walmart, Walmart brand? Great doggone value, homie. Great value. Great value. And if you look at the back of most boxes, the ingredients are the same. So what you're praying for is a brand. So you want a brand. Listen to this. Wanting the brand equals poverty if you can't afford the brand. Wanting the brand equals poverty if you can't afford the brand. Write it down. Wanting the brand is poverty if you cannot afford the brand. Somebody said, we're getting it together. We're getting it together. Here's the fourth thing I'm going to tell you. And I don't even want y'all to play nothing tonight because I'm going to close this right dry like this. I don't want them to have no emotions moved. Here it goes. Learn to say no. Write that down. Quit playing. Learn to say no. And sometimes the biggest person you need to say no to is you. Okay? No. They send them credit card things in the mail? No. Because you got to learn that if you don't have cash for it, you can't afford it. Some of y'all are like, you want to murder me tonight. I'm going to say it again. If you don't have cash for it, you can't afford it. If your month cannot pass without the uses of your credit card, poverty is at your doorstop. Can I tell my own story since y'all think I'm just talking? I was bound when I lived in Oklahoma to, a, to that, uh, that uh, 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 what they call it? Payday loans. I had one month, Keith, when my money got funny, and I decided to go see the payday loan man. But the thing about the payday loan people, they smiling when they're in there. But they get you caught up in a cycle. So once you get in there, you can't get out of there. You can't get it because you end up being in the cycle and you, you need it to make it. And you're trying to make the money to pay them and then you need the money to get in. You're going to make the money. You need the money. Don't let, are y'all in here today, all nations? Don't let the devil get you caught up in this. He wants you in a cycle in your money. Let me give you a Bible. I'm not telling you that it's bad to have a credit card. I'm not telling you that. I'm saying if you have to depend upon your credit card, then you should not have it. Proof. God said he wants you to be the and not the borrower. Bible. Bible. Not my opinion. The Bible. Lend. Lend. He wants to make you a bank. New guy that I'm dealing with, he told me, the way I make most of my money is by lending it to people. He, it messed me up. He said, I make most of my money. I just I lend it to other people. He said, I make so much money off of interest and charging people on holding my money. But to him, he's making his money work for him. But to the people on the other side, they're walking out poverty, having to depend on him. <laughs> All right. Somebody said, say no. Here's the last thing. Increase your education. Now listen to me. I'm not saying that you have to go back and get a four-year degree. I'm not saying you have to get a master's. 
I do want to give you some information, though. I want you to know that right now in America, a bachelor's degree is pretty much seen as a high school diploma. I'm just letting you know. So you might not understand that, so I'm just giving you that information. Uh, to be competitive, it really is going to require higher education or at least higher certifications. So even if you don't go back and get a degree, don't just get in the field and say, I'm great. No, people want to see paper proof of your greatness. And can I tell you, tell you something? The reason why some of you want to just say, I'm great, is because you don't want your greatness to be tested. Because you're great in your circle. You're great in your family. But then when we set you up next to everybody else in society, your greatness disappears. If you're really great, let your greatness be tested. Go get a certification. You're a graphic artist, go get certified somewhere. Here's some paper with it. Are you understanding this? You a plumber, go get some paper. Whatever you do, go get, if you a speaker, go get some certification. Whatever you do, get another level of education. Learn. Take it, look at somebody say, take it to the next level. Right? Because what that's going to do is it's going to increase your, your value in the world. I'm not telling you God sees you as being less valuable. I'm talking about the world system. We don't live in heaven. We're right here on the earth. Hello? So the earth is going to see your value based upon what you bring to the table. Are you understanding that? Increase your education of trends in money. I know some of you I'm like, but if I can just catch five, then I'm good. Study trends in money. What's the best place to invest? Do not think because you don't have millions that you can't invest. You love Starbucks so much, stop spending your money on the drinks and become an owner. Poverty tells you drink it. Prosperity says own it. Think about how much money you spend on Starbucks this year. Think about it. Do you know how much stock you could have right now? And Starbucks ain't going nowhere. I prophesy to you. <laughs> Starbucks one of them forever corporations, you understand me? So what do you have in your hand? Are you going to invest it somewhere? So I got to raise my level of education to even understand where my money should go. Real estate is always a beautiful place. I'm trying to teach y'all. I want you to be rich. I do. Real estate is always beautiful. Always. Because we always are going to need land. Here's a, here's a piece, and I got five minutes before the experience ends, and I'm going to get your offering. Don't worry. Um, it's, it's <laughs> listen to me, listen to me really clearly. He who owns the land rules the land. There's certain stuff that we can't even hit in the spirit as all nations because we haven't owned land. There's certain stuff we've been praying, Vera, that ain't been working because we've been renters. When we own this land and we close on this property, we have rights to this land at another level. It's my land, literally. <laughs> so real estate is always good. Find you a jacked up piece of property. Sit on it. Whatever you, if you never heard nothing I said to you before, hear this prophetic word. Find some property and just buy it. I know y'all are like, what? I don't care. Listen to me. Just buy it. Get you a pot and just, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Who cares? Just sit on it. Are you hearing me? I told you, I'm driving through that neighborhood around the new building and I'm just looking. I'm like, mm-hmm, I'll take that one, that one, that one, and that one. 
that one that's for sale right now around the corner that I am looking at this week to see about purchasing them. Are you getting this? You've got to think beyond what you've been taught. And you will never learn it if you don't go seeking it. Close with this and I'm done. Seek and you shall find. The reason why you don't know is because you're not seeking. And if you just stay around impoverished people, you'll never receive prosperity. Change your circle. Change your table. And you'll see your life go to the next level. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for these people that you've blessed me with, my wife and I, to lead. And I pray, Father, that you're leading us, Father, out of bondage. You don't have to worry about it. Leaving us out of bondage. You're taking us out of distress. You're bringing us into victory. You're bringing us into prosperity. You're causing for our minds to be expanded. I pray over this great people, this people who are great and strong. Thank you, Lord, that you're causing for their minds to be expanded. They will not remain how they were. We will not be a people that are spiritually winning, as we suppose, but naturally losing. We will be a balanced people that grow, thrive in the spirit and in the natural. Teach us to live in two worlds at the same time. Teach us to live in the spirit and live in the natural and prosper in both. Give us, oh God, prosperity even as our soul prospers. Help us, God, to obtain what you have called for us to obtain. We will not be less than when you called us to be greater. We refuse to be stuck when you want us to be in motion. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah.